Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. It's snowy as shit outside. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of snow. I feel like as soon as we start to get something a little bit warmer, snow starts to come in, and I'm like, summer is fucking farther away. <laughs> and that no. slushy snow. Yes. Yeah, today's actually a fairly warm day, but I had the most dreaded thing happen to me this morning on the way here. My wiper fluid light came oh, on. That's like the that's- worst dreaded, thing that yeah. could happen on a slushy <laughs> I'm day obsessive like this with the washer fluid too especially too. on a day like this yeah i think i waste it i go crazy with it <laughs> whoopsie it's fine <laughs> <laughs> so hey everyone it's amanda we've got a really fun guest on our couch today we're going to talk about um, a difficult situation of having to quote fire a client terminate discharge however you want to say it <laughs> for whatever reason uh actually sent us a message and said have you guys ever had to deal with this? Have you talked about it on the podcast? And I said, no, but let's and <laughs> convinced her to come in here to rap, even though she hasn't practiced her rapping skills. <laughs> Thank you for coming in anyway. No problem. Thanks for inviting me. All right. So uh, before we get going today, I want to ask Mark, because I didn't even include him in on the conversation of booking this. Have you <laughs> ever had to tell a client you can no longer treat them? Uh, not really. I mean, I've discharged patients and clients for reasons that are warranted for discharge. I mean, like either the treatment plans complete or what they needed is beyond my skill set or outside of my scope of practice. Mm-hmm, but I've right. never had to mm-hmm. discharge a patient or client because of anything like inappropriate or whatever mm-hmm. the case is. Yeah. I mean, there's people I probably should have discharged that I yeah. never did, but that kind of thing. Tell me about those. I know. <laughs> Shit happens. I want. I want to know. You're a therapist. You understand. <laughs> well, tell me. You some understand of yours. when someone says something really inappropriate or someone acts really inappropriate, and you're yeah. like, eh, "I really should discharge you." But then, yeah, I think we all the do documentation that too. of that shit <laughs> seems <laughs> like way way more effort than just making yourself unavailable to them. That sounds horrible, but you know what I mean? No, I mean, it doesn't. We've talked about it multiple times on the Unprofessional Hour where Mm -hmm. therapists run into situations where clients can be a little inappropriate. And we've talked about strategies that people have used to sort of shut it down. Myself, as I said, I get super awkward, although I was really proud of myself on Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. I had a client come in. He's been a client for maybe only two years. He's Mm -hmm. relatively new and super nice guy. He's in no way trying to hit on me, Mm -hmm. but sometimes like his humor is a little inappropriate. And I just feel like in the context of him being my client and on the table and him telling sexual jokes yeah, like, yeah, yeah no. not the right timing <laughs> so the first couple of times he did it, at least I kinda, funny sexual jokes <laughs> I, you know like, what was i was so awkward that i do i couldn't even tell you like i sort of tune it out because i just i don't know the whole the whole thing makes me uncomfortable i don't want to hear it so and it's funny because i'm not that type of person no, if we were out having drinks and same he here. made a dirty joke i'd be like fucking hilarious yeah, same here and like you're naked <laughs> on my table let's not yes so usually I just kind of laugh it off and keep going and change the subject. But uh, last week he started saying something and I could feel where it was going and I kind of cut him off and I was like, okay, what is this about? And he's like, well, you know, I've got a sick sense of humor or dirty sense of humor. He said something like that. I said, well, not in here you don't. So let's talk about something else. That makes it even oh, good for you though. say it like that. But sometimes like, oh, you need to call them out on it because people- I had they, to. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely have been in situations where I probably should have said something, but I'm like, ah, laugh it off and then and just switch the subject. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think sometimes addressing it because people just aren't unaware. But it, like I try so hard never to be inappropriate when someone's on my table with them. Right. Not that I would.
it. I'm very professional, but sometimes you get in, you connect with somebody, you get into a little bit more of an in-depth conversation, but you have to know when it's like, let's not talk let's about not go it. there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I had one client one time, she was going on and on about a relationship and it was at the clinic and the walls are really thin. And she was like, I'm, I'm talking about some weird shit sexually. And I was like, like, what? oh, like she was just talking about how she had to go get a like a check for a urinary tract infection. But I was like, are you sure that's all it was? And it was just like, Gonorrhea. I don't know, talking about this guy and dating and how like, oh, I, I need this and I want to be married and I want all these expectations. And then I was just like, um, I think everybody can hear in here. So you may want to tone it down. Like it was so hard. And she was, she's a lovely person, but she's very loud in general. I think I went and apologized to a couple of the Kairos after. I was like, I'm really sorry about that. Mm. My client was awfully loud. I know the conversation was... A little mm-hmm. bit left, but you know, it's hard sometimes to stop people because you're like, oh, let's maybe not have that conversation. <laughs> it is hard sometimes because you can either say nothing, mm-hmm. which in certain situations actually makes it more awkward if you're just silent. Yes. I do that a lot. I know you do. But I, but I, I will I do silent sometimes too. I don't feel awkward with silent though. Like I'm Me quite comfortable with silent. Me neither. I don't feel awkward with silent if everyone's being silent. But if somebody like actually addresses something or says something to me, I feel awkward not responding. You know what I mean? Like he, when if he's talking and he says something and then I just don't say anything, <laughs> I guess, you know what, that that could be a really good strategy. Maybe he'd get the hint like, yeah, yeah. we're not talking. You should yes. do you should do what your mother does. Your, oh, my God. My mother's <laughs> the mother, best when she's not listening to me. Because she, all she does is make sounds to acknowledge that, OK, uh-huh. yeah, you're saying something. It's not even yeah. uh-huh, it's. <laughs> it's actually that that's very true like there are times where you could just like mm-hmm, acknowledge them that way yeah. like i i find i actually don't like to talk during treatments but if clients want to engage then i engage into conversation but more often than not i actually prefer to be silent because i'm in my head thinking about my next step and what am i feeling and usually when someone speaks up i'm always like oh i'm sorry and they're like did i scare you i was like perhaps a little bit sorry i was just really <laughs> focused like i do prefer not to talk so i will take the silent road but every once in a while you meet a client that you just you know you get going on a conversation and <laughs> i would say like that's 90 percent of my clients mark will even say like all i hear is blah 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 because so many of my clients they've been with me since i started and they just come in and they're blah 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 blah, blah and they tell me everything about their life and everything about their kids like i had a client in last week when i first started treating her her kids were in high school and now they're like smelling 30 it's wow. you know it's a different okay yeah you yeah, built a, a rapport over the, yeah. yeah it's almost like a friendship even though like yeah. it is hard to like yeah i try my best to keep boundaries but there are after treating someone so long, you get to know them. Mm-hmm, you do get to sure. know them on a different level. No, I've never had to, I guess, fire a client for anything inappropriate. I guess the closest I've gotten is when I was the clinic supervisor and I had to sort of tell these guys that they couldn't see the therapist they were seeing because they were making the student therapist uncomfortable. Oh. But I... It's kind I of a revert. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah not really, I guess. It's happened in student clinic before. Yeah. But not so much in my own practice. Yeah. No, not in my own practice. I've been pretty lucky to have very good people that I haven't had to get rid of. Nice. But I also don't care about a lot of stuff. So if you're if you're being whatever that someone else might consider abusive or whatever the case, I think it's just I'm, it's like it rolls off my back. I'm well, like a I, duck. It just I would say that is off. my personality in general. Yeah. A lot I roll off my back. People don't really bother me. If you come in and you're in a bad mood, I'm still going to treat you like the way I would normally treat you. Like it's not it would anything roll everything a lot rolls yeah. off my shoulders as well too. But I think when it actually you're faced with the situation, I was like, oh my god, what what I do, what I do. But yeah, usually I don't I don't give two shits. Like mm-hmm. I'm like yeah, whatever. You have a bad day. I'm still a professional and you're still human. So let's have a conversation and you either here to treat or you're not. I gave a lady an opportunity one time. I'm like, we can walk away and cancel this appointment right now. She was just came in all fiery and she was like, no, it's fine. And I was like, 
Hey, oh God. But you like you just kind of go with the flow, treat them, let it roll off your shoulder and move on to the next. It's, yeah. Like I don't let a lot bother me either. I'm like, whatever. No, and we work in the type of industry that you can't. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure that doctors have to face, I mean, people go to their doctor when? When they're fucking sick. They feel like shit. They're probably yeah. in a miserable Absolutely. mood. Absolutely. And they might not be super friendly. And especially when you go to a doctor and you have to wait for an hour to see them. By the time you see them, oh, you're yeah. probably yeah, not Yeah, you're lovely. a little bit like, mm, I, right. know, I know nurses and doctors deal with a lot of shit. Yes. And that comes with the job right yep. you just you're dealing with people you're going to get people in different types of moods and like you said you're a human we're, I'm here to do a job. I'm not here to be your friend. Absolutely. So let me do my job. Yeah. So then there's obviously got to be extreme circumstances for discharging a client other than, as Mark said, when it's it's indicated, you know, yeah. if the treatment plan's done or, yeah. you know, if, if you can no longer help them with their condition. So without obviously giving away confidential mm-hmm. information mm-hmm. about your client, you reached out to us obviously for a reason. <laughs> what happened? Can we can we just back this all up? Yeah, can absolutely. we just talk you for a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Like how long you've been a therapist? Yeah. What type of practice? Yeah, you have, yeah. All that kind of stuff? I just got all excited. <laughs> Let's not even introduce you. You don't even have a name yet. That's that's best. okay. Yeah, hey. we don't really have a format, but let's let's try <laughs> to stick fair. to the very loose one that we have. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I've been massaging for about three and a half years now. Uh, I work in several different settings. We kind of touch on briefly. I work in a sports clinic. I work in a skin therapy center, and I work in a yoga studio. I like the diversity. Um, I'm still feel like I'm learning in a lot of ways in this career. Like I, three and a half years feels like a long time, but at the same time, I'm like I feel so young and mm-hmm. still maturing and still growing. Did did we actually say her? Name? My name is. There you go. Right. I guess we did. Yeah. Sorry, because <laughs> we had a whole discussion before uh, we yeah, turned we, on the mic yeah, about the true. spelling of her name. Ah, yes, yeah. yes, it's different. So, Thanks, mom. Yeah, thanks, mom. <laughs> <laughs> mom had to be different on that one. <laughs> anyway, so could be worse. It, yeah, I told my child my middle name the other day, and she's like, "Dad, that's weird." Like, <laughs> thanks a lot. She's five. <laughs> probably a name she hasn't heard. That's yeah, for sure. But yeah, it's definitely an older name. I have mm. a, uh, no a family no name as my middle name, and okay. I've never liked it. Like okay. my entire life, it was the thanks, mom. Like why? Yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. Out of the three of us, why did I get this name? And so. I've never really loved it and I don't want to say it in case anybody else's name is that. <laughs> Just for me, I've never yeah. really liked it. Yeah. And um, Mark decides to tell our kids all the time what my middle name is and he tells them to call me by my middle name. So you <laughs> know what? I'm happy she said your middle name is weird. <laughs> Torments me yeah, exactly. with my middle name. <laughs> All right, let's go back to firing yes, clients. Yes. So without giving away confidential information, what happened that made you think that you might have to actually go down this path with okay. the person? It's kind of a, I'll try to keep it as short as possible. Yeah, so it kind of time. goes back to the summertime. Um, I started treating this woman. I uh, I don't even remember how she came in. She probably just kind of Googled us. Same thing most people came upon our clinic. So she came in and I started treating her. I treated her a few times. The first thing I will note about her... Um, is that she arrives extremely late. And I mean, anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes late for every 60-minute appointment. That's that's late. It is late. Um, I realize where myself, and I feel like we all kind of went wrong when we treat her, that nobody ever addressed that. And we probably should have. And I'm learning as an RMT that... I will not do that going forward. We just kind of let it slide. I wouldn't obviously give her a full treatment, but I would be like, okay, I'll work with you with whatever I have left in time. Um, but she would take her own time and it was just, but she was reasonable in the sense that she would be like, it's fine. I'm getting charged a full treatment. It's, I know we don't have a full treatment time, so let's just focus on this area. So I was like, okay, she's reasonable. But, Is she old? She young? Uh, I'm going to say she's not old, like somewhere in like between 40 and 50. I don't know. I, yeah, that's I hate guessing old. people's ages. Okay. But it's not old. She wouldn't say she's old. She's no. a professional woman, an intelligent money woman. Is she a money bag? I don't know. I would say maybe, but I honestly, 
I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I also don't want to give too many details. Yeah. I do I'm live just, in fear I'm, a little. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to picture, is there this entitled person that's yes. rolling through your door? She, I feel like she, um, she's an educated woman and I feel like she comes across that that's her power. I'm educated. I know more than you kind gotcha. of. And then it's fine. I'm a professional in my own right, as are you. I respect anybody that walks in my door mm-hmm. because we have our own, we're good at what we do or we do our own thing. So... Anyways, I treated her a few times. She always had the same lateness. The last time I treated her, I worked two days a week in this place. Uh, After the treatment, she had talked to me and said, you know, I'd like to see you more often. Where else do you work? Could I maybe, like she goes, she, uh, you know, she's like, once I have a steady schedule, because she's a teacher or a professor, she's like, I'll know and I'll be able to book more regular appointments with you. So I talked to her briefly in the um, reception area. I wasn't nervous. My boss, I'm very open with my boss. She's not worried about me stealing clients, but we're open, you know, like, okay, if someone wants to go see you somewhere else, it's fine. And nobody really wanted to treat this woman mm. because of how late she was. So I was like, oh God. So she had asked me like, so I kind of gave her where else I worked, my hours. We had a little brief conversation and I said, okay. I was like, we'll finish this in email. I, she was like, are you sure you want to give me your email address? And in the moment I remember being like, it's a weird question. Isn't it a weird? I, and I was like, so I was like, yeah. Um, and then in my head, I'm like, I don't know, do I? Now I'm not sure. So I gave her my email address. <laughs> What's your and I was thinking, okay, address? we'll finish this conversation about setting up seeing me more consistently if it works. Ideally, where I was treating her is the closest to her home. She did say to me, would you want to come into my home? And I was like, honestly, I work five to six days a week. I'm a pretty busy woman. I was like, treating people in the home is not something I want to do. It's not something where I'm at right now in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was like, okay, so not even 24 hours goes by. And then I get this email. Thank God I was coming out of yoga. Like I just was in a very calm state. Because when I read the email, I literally was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like she referenced my registration number, my full name. She was like Eastern Standard Time between this time and the treatment time. And I was like, it just felt like she was trying to just throw in a bunch of jargon to kind of intimidate me. But I was like, it was more like I didn't know what she was saying. Like, and then she kept, like would reference college and massage therapist. Uh, you know, you're not doing your job. And I'm just like, what the? F-? But I, like I said, the whole email was like, I don't understand what the, even your point is. Like, I don't understand what you're accusing me of or you're stating to me. So I had to sleep on it to build up a response. So wait, I'm pause. I'm so confused. Right I know. Now. I should. If so I could she... show you the email, it was like I actually read it to my mom because I was like, oh my god. I was like, mom. Like, I don't, in my mom, like, I read it to a couple people because I don't want to divulge people's personal information. But even my boss was like, I don't understand what so she's So basically, saying. she's complaining to you about something that your conduct she's is She's talking in was. circles, but there's never no point stated. Okay. So, and yeah, like, she and she's basically stating, like, as per, it took me a while. And then I finally realized, I was like, okay, I think she's stating because we haven't set up a treatment plan that that's why she's referencing the college. It took me a while to really read between the lines in her emails. And then I thought about that and I was like, okay, but we left the conversation that we we're going to connect an email and have a further conversation about where I work, how we could set up a more consistent treatment plan with you. So I was like, why the hell is she threatening me? And well, it hasn't even been 24 hours since I had a chance to respond to her. And like, I gave you my email address. It wasn't the email I was expecting from her. Put it that way. I thought she was going to email me and say, okay, like, yeah, where do you work? We'll yeah. Work so how we can be, like I, to- I told her in conversation, but yeah. I thought the email would go, okay, so now this is my schedule. Like I said, yeah. let's talk about our schedules and see if we can make something work. <sighs> I'm so glad it never worked. <laughs> but anyways, so I was like, okay. So then I, I read the email. It was like 8 p.m. at night. I didn't respond right away. I just came out of yoga. It was a Friday. I was like, this is my time. I'm going to chill. I think I had to work this Saturday. So I was like, whatever. So I, And I had to collect my thoughts. So not even within 24 hours, she fires off a separate email referencing my registration number again and basically stating in her weird wording that I'm not responding promptly enough and that I'm, I need to be answering her. Like, in, But like I said, the, the wording was just like, 
we understand you're an intelligent woman, but you're firing off these words and the average person is going to be like, what? What are you saying? So anyways, I got to a point where I finally thought out a very professional response to her, stated that this is my scheduling. I was under this understanding we're going to have a further conversation about this through email, which is what I'm doing now. If we can't come to an understanding that works within my schedule or you only want to be treated at this particular location, we have several other therapists that we can help balance out your treatment so that you're always getting the treatment that you want. Um, And then I was like, and as for the rest of your email, whatever, I I was like, I'm not really sure what you're saying to me or you're saying an issue came out. She was talking about wanting her money back. I said, if you want your money back, I said, you're going to have to speak to my boss because she was the one that takes payment and controls that. I go, that's kind of out of my control at this point in time. Um, And I was including my boss in on the email so that she was aware of what was going on. And my boss was like, you're a great therapist. Don't worry. Like, it is what it is. And then eventually I thought, like, when I gave her my nice response, she came back at me same shit, just kind of referencing my uh, registration number, telling me that an issue happened during this these hours during treatment time. And she would reference a time that it was hands-on. And I was like, what the fuck did I do? And she would never address it. I would say to her, like, I don't understand. I can't help address an issue if I don't know what I've done. Mm. I said, I would like to be able to address something with you. You know, I'm always here for my clients to provide further guidance or if I've done something wrong to help get you out of a situation. I said, but I, I, I don't know how to answer something that I if I don't know what I've done. And like, And she would just come back with like nothing, wouldn't answer that question. So I finally just said to my boss, please take this over. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to say. It doesn't matter what I say. She's going to keep coming back with these mentalities and this type of emails. And I I said, "I, I just don't know how to respond anymore. I feel like I've done my part. So my boss was like, no problem. And then it just kind of went away. Like she just started getting treated by my boss. I saw her once in that in the setting and she wouldn't even look me in the eye the first time I saw her after the whole thing happened and I was like I don't know what I did like and then I saw her again like months later and she just kind of was like smiled and was like hello and I was like oh hello how are you uh nice to see you whatever so I was like okay and then I never really thought anything of it because I told my boss I'm not treating this woman anymore I don't understand I couldn't get anywhere my boss was like don't worry you know if she comes back we'll treat her someone else can treat her and she was coming back um and then just a couple weeks ago when I reached out she had booked in to get treated with me twice like in a row and I was like I literally was like, I don't want to treat this woman. Like I was like, oh, like I had all these emotions going on. I'm like, I want to call in sick. I don't want to, I don't even want to be in a room with this woman. I don't know what I did with her the last time. What am, what am I going to do this time? Like, what did I do? So it was just more frustration. And then I kind of got to a point where I was like, can I terminate somebody? Like, I was like, why do I have to feel this way and want to treat this woman? I've never felt this way. Like, I feel like all my clients have been relatively easygoing, good mm-hmm. people. You run into situations you deal with in the moment, you let it roll off your shoulders, whatever. But this situation was very different. So then I was like, Hmm. Okay, I need to find a way to end this relationship. And that's when I started looking through the CMTO. I contacted the RMTAO. I was like asking colleagues, how do you go about, have you ever terminated somebody? Where do I do? What did the CMTO say? Uh, so I reached out to the RMTAO first. Okay. but at, um, And she had said to me, like, she's like, you can reach out to the CMTAO. I guarantee you they'll say, if anything, what I've said to you. Yeah. Um, and uh, she was like, you know, and it's up to you if you want to give them the heads up. I, this woman, I feel like, is the type of woman, although I don't, it doesn't seem like a very serious situation overall. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's the type of woman that may try to take my email and take it further. But Which is fine. It's just fine. And that's how I felt. I'm like, that's fine. She has a right to do that. That's yep. what the college is there for her to reference. Yep. She, so I'm like, that she's going to do that regardless. Um, 
So, and then the lady of the RMTO was like, you can contact the CMTO and give them a heads up that something may come out of it. She's like, that's really up to you at this point. That doesn't make a difference anyway. But I did reach out to the practice specialist at the CMTO, wrote a long email, kind of a short version of what's going on, mm-hmm. um, I, that I was doing a lot of research, that I did terminate, that I contacted the RMTO. And then they basically, she wrote me back pretty quickly, I will say, which I was impressed. Surprised, I was actually very surprised because you get that generated email due to high volume, you may be a while for a response. Yep. And then I got an email like the next day. Um, so I was happy that I got a quick response, but she basically said, we can't give advice. Um, she directed me to documentation throughout the website that I should reference in regards to terminating and everything she was directing me to is everything that I had already read mm-hmm. and referenced myself. Yep. Um, and then she just said, like, it's up to you if you want to let the complaints department know. And then she just, you know, make sure you document and yeah. have everything on file should something come out of it. And, and she didn't really tell me anything I hadn't already kind of figured out on my own or researched or got to that decision at that point in time. So um, the RMTO was definitely much more helpful. Yeah, she sure. made me feel like I was justified. Like she was like, yeah, like as if like, yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Don't worry. She didn't say that, but that's what it made me feel like. I'm like, oh, you mean people do go through this? Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess for me, I just... I've never experienced it. And I was like, oh, my God. And you're dealing with the public. So you get a little bit nervous. You think about bad reviews. And at the end of it, I was like, you got to just take what comes with it. There's a couple things you said. I just Before I ask you the question, (laughs) I really appreciate the fact that you said, although she was very highly educated and was kind of looking down her nose at you guys, I like your attitude in that, you know, I'm a professional in my own right. And you didn't feel that you had to defend yourself to her. That I really... I, I really think is a great quality because there are going to be people, and I know Mark said it before, that sort of treat us as if we're like, in quotes, servants, you know, yes. like we're we're service people. Yes. And so, you know, you do what I say for, you know, when I yes. say it, how oh, I yes. want it. And uh, yeah, I agree. I don't feel that way. <laughs> no. And the thing is, when people act that way towards me, I in no way get offended. I'm yes. like, that's the way you think. No, that's the neither. way you think. But I'm not going to justify yep. myself to you. You know, I just work the way I work and carry on. Like you said, let yep. it roll off. Yeah. Um, I do want to know what uh, what the RMTAO told you to do. Is there are there, were there steps they told you to take in terms of terminating? It was actually a, a lot easier of a process than I thought it would be because I was going to get ready to draft like a formal letter. Like mm-hmm. I was, and because I had asked, I work in a multidisciplinary clinic. Um, I don't generally work with a lot of RMTs at the same time. We all have there's only enough to have one on staff at a time. So I was asking Kairos, talking to the physios and stuff. But uh, the one of the Kairos was like, oh, I like drafted a thorough letter. He got his association to review it and stuff like that, and he was like. You know, I, I wanted to just make sure I did everything like right as well. So I was like, okay. So when I contacted the RMPA, I was like talking to her. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was going to draft a formal letter. And she's like, hey, first of all, she's like, it doesn't have to be a formal letter. She's like, you could have the conversation face to face if you want. You could have it over the phone or you can send an email. And I was like, hmm. I was like, I don't really want to have it face to face. Like, I mean, I, if I had to, sure. But I was like, that's not really ideal. And obviously you want something in writing. Um, this is not even my situation. And I just got nervous about having to do it face <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's the last. Trust me, I'd be like, no, I do not want to have see, to do that. I think I, would, I couldn't even address her lateness face. I would, to face. How I am would I gonna welcome that. that. Like, I'm sure you. I'm I could excited. see you being the type that would be like, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I wouldn't want to do it face to face. Not with somebody unreasonable. Like, how well, do not, you go from asking, where else do you work? I want to see you more. Because blah, she's blah, a crazy blah, person. Just sending that's the bottom an email. Line. Well, exactly. I don't want to go face to face with I'm a okay fucking crazy person. I'm okay going face to face with a crazy person. No. I'm okay with that. That that's that's In a story to tell. Most times it wouldn't bother me, but when you just knew you 
the, like most people, you can't change people. But I just knew in this moment, it doesn't matter what you say to this woman. She is always going to feel she's in her right. And she was justified to what she's doing. And, and uh, as I'm learning, I can control myself, but I can't control her. So I will control what I do and let it be. But yeah. So the yeah. RMTAO basically just told you like, so send her an email and say, nah, yeah, I don't want to see you anymore. So she was, because yeah. I said to her like in the, when I said to her, I was like, you know, like everything you read on the CMTO website talks about abuse, physical, financial, sexual. I go, it's not really that necessarily. I said, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable being in a room with this woman. She's accused me of something, yet never divulged that to me. And now I'm sitting here having to be in a room with her again. And I'm like, what am I going to do yeah, this time? One, I definitely would not treat her again. Because if she is no. accusing you of doing stuff and she's not being very forward about what she thinks you did, you know, that's just a recipe for fucking disaster. Yeah, for sure. Because and every time she sees you. She wasn't being transparent. So she exactly. was like, you can reference that. She's exactly. not being transparent Because every time she you. sees you, then that's something else that she's adding to her list of invisible things that you have no idea that she's working up to complain to someone about you for something. Yes. Yeah. And if sure. it wasn't me, it would be, it would have been somebody else. For like sure. I, I realize it's just the way it, it just happened to be mine, fall on my plate, I guess. But um, yeah, they, it it really wasn't as thorough as I thought it would be. It just a simple email, basically stating I don't have the skills to treat you. Uh, like it was just like I don't believe I have the skills to treat you, based on our last interactions. It was short and sweet, and uh, yeah, it was more putting it on myself that I don't feel I have the skills to treat you. Um. There, there was a lack of transparency between us, and it makes me, you know, I, I, don't, I can't even see. Remember. I would have gone, I would have gone my communication with her in a different way. I would have been, you're dissatisfied with the service. This is the service that I provide. You still haven't let me know what you're dissatisfied with, and you're being really confrontational yeah. and, and borderline abusive in your emails. And well, it's harassment. This, even saying, exactly. even saying you didn't get back to me on time. It's Friday fucking night. If yeah. I am not in the mood to answer you right now, I'm off the clock. Well, yeah. and that's how I feel. And I've always had a very strong strong work-life balance even my previous career like I always knew when you shut it down I'm not involved I it I have a life and I would like to lead my life and live but my I, life. But I definitely would not have worn I that didn't, as me I, for sure. I would have been very clear like you are being discharged because of your behavior when I, towards me. When That's I first it. was approaching mm-hmm. it, I, I wanted to have this like mentality like you were late and this, that and the other and this, that and the other. But part of me was like... I, I think you got to go based on the person, based on the woman that she was. I just, I didn't, I wanted it to be very simple and easy yeah. and off my plate. Well, I didn't also, want to have a ripple effect. We also can't go like the late route because we've accepted her lateness. Exactly. Right? And that's so what I said. I, and I knew I wasn't even going to go that way because so, I was like, should have addressed that in the moment. Exactly. That's gone by the wayside. It would be wayside. more about her interaction with you, her inappropriate interaction with you via email. Yeah. And that's enough reason for me to be like, this is this is abusive language that you're using towards me and blah, 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 blah. And that's, that's yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, going along with that, you you have expressed that you were dissatisfied with me. Why would you even want to book exactly. with me? I think that's what a lot of people kept saying. Like, I don't understand. She was the one that was said to me about you. Person. And then why was she booking back in with you? I was like, neither. I don't know either. Like, I just kind of thought it was over and done with. I, I didn't think she could have had the ability to book with me online. It so I makes no wasn't sense. even expecting I it. I go to a restaurant. I get food poisoning. You know what? Let me go back the next day. <laughs> Let's give it another try. It might be different this time. That's why it, it makes, makes me no laugh so much when a restaurant, Um, it hasn't happened to me a lot, but I was out to dinner with a friend who is um she can't have gluten okay yeah. she ordered a dish that comes both regular and gluten-free and so she told our server she wanted the gluten-free version and when he brought it back over 
uh, both of us looked at it and I was like, no, that doesn't look right. And she said to him, are you sure this is a gluten-free one? He said, yeah, that's gluten-free. And she said, are you sure? Because this looks a lot like the, you know, the other version. Yeah. He said, no, no, it's gluten-free. And then she asked him, can you just confirm with the kitchen? Because she gets really, really sick if she eats yeah. gluten. And so he left. I don't know what he did. He came back. He said, yeah, wouldn't don't have, worry, man. It's gluten-free. in the alley is what he did. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, he comes back. He tells us, Probably. yeah, it's, it's gluten-free. <laughs> she eats it literally almost instantly is sick. Like oh, she's no. bloated. She's not feeling well. And she ended up with a horrible headache. And anyway, so at some point, the manager came by and she at this point was livid, my friend. And she said, you know, I asked three, four times, is this gluten-free? They confirmed to me that it was and I ate it. And the manager's response was, yes, to give her her meal for free, but then to offer her a voucher to come back. And she's like, why the fuck would I want to come back? (laughs) Yeah, really. It makes no sense. It makes no sense why she'd want you to be her therapist again. It makes no sense for even to go back to that fucking clinic. Mm -hmm. If I, if I have an issue with something happening at this establishment with this, with a particular therapist, I'm just not going back to any of it. It doesn't make sense. I think I would probably have done the same. I, it it probably would have turned me off from the whole experience, the whole establishment in general. And I would have challenged her to complain to the college about whatever she's complaining about in that email, I would have been straight off. Listen, if you feel that I have done something inappropriate or incorrectly and I'm not practicing the way you feel I should, this is the channel that you can go through to complain. Yeah. So there I was directed nothing. to that. Well, I can tell she already hands. knew that that was the case because she was already referencing the college. I'm like, so she's well aware. I'm like, yeah, but it's also another thing. But you, I agree to call her out. Her to go I agree with that. you. Like, and I feel like that type yeah. of woman probably wants to be challenged um, based on her emails. She probably wants you to say, um, and I, I probably like, it's one of those moments that were after the situation, you're like, oh yeah, I, I would have done that but in the moment i was you're thinking i was more like oh my god what if she complains about me oh my god a bad review and and i didn't want to care about those things i'm like whatever like my life is gonna go on i'm still gonna be a great therapist and i'm gonna meet new clients on a daily basis we meet new people so so there was nothing in that email because she she asked for her money back there was nothing indicating what the problem was like absolutely nothing (laughs) it was like nothing to say like it was your attitude to do with your treatment like like nothing jargon there was nothing i like i couldn't even like it was insane big words yeah it was just a lot of you know the funny thing is i have a buddy who's a college professor and all he does is throw around big words all the time all the time yeah like i feel like it makes him i don't know i just uh big words why do i need a dictionary to just have a conversation with you (laughs) (laughs) what do we think then okay while you're pulling up that email yeah what do we think the three of us and i'm sure other people will weigh in what do we think are grounds for discharging a client obviously inappropriate behavior Mm -hmm. abusive behavior Mm -hmm. can you discharge a client if something about them just makes you feel uncomfortable if they haven't said or done anything i mean i wouldn't because that is that's on you that's not on Mm -hmm. them right so for whatever reason you're getting a creepy vibe you should probably be a little bit more self-aware and check yourself to Mm -hmm. find out why you're getting a creepy i wonder if anyone's ever done that that's not a good if if anyone's ever discharged a client just from getting like a feeling because at the end of the day at the end of the day we're still healthcare right so it's like there's going to be people that creep you out exactly and so do you want that discharge paper from your doctor and the state's the reason because they're not comfortable in your presence like You'd be like, "What the fuck? You're my doctor. Like, yeah. This doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. You can't do that." But are there I, I are there agree. rules against doing that. that? No, I would never do uh, that. I don't. I, I bet you it happens a lot, but I bet you people don't formally discharge. Like, because some exactly. of my fellow colleagues were like, "Oh, just reschedule them with somebody else, or just you know, don't be available." Uh, but 
want like depending on the setting that you work in and your how you, if you control your schedule or somebody else or where you're working, you you might be able to be like, oh, I'm fully booked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reach back in a couple of weeks and see if I have something. You can just kind of push them off some way. So there are ways to probably push them out or exactly you just know, not like, have not, them come like, back. I don't think you could formally discharge somebody from weird vibe. You know, I, no, no, you I've can't. Had weird, you I can't worked do in that. a spot. No, I, I don't think you can. Yeah, no. that's why I was. So asking. really, it's just ethically to discharge somebody. You're looking at those major things. You're practicing within the scope, but your skill set even within the scope of practice doesn't match what they need. What they need, yeah. So you just can't treat them with whatever you got going on or what you feel they require is beyond the scope of practice mm-hmm. and then obviously you really can't do anything with that anyway or they're being abusive for the right. most part, right? Whether it's a sexual abuse thing or verbal abuse or physical abuse in those scenarios where this yeah. can be borderline kind of a harassing type of scenario with a little bit of verbal abuse attached to Definitely. it. Definitely. So in this scenario, I would have been like, you know what, lady, thank you for the email. I appreciate it, but consider this a discharge notice to be followed with a very formal letter of discharge and I will be documenting this in the patient file and if you'd like to make a complaint here's the uh, complaints committee at the College of Massage Therapists of Ontario here's the email here's the contact person here's the phone number be my guest and you know what now that you say all those things yeah. I probably would have added a few extra points in there just saying like you know you can reach out to the CMTO you can lodge a yeah. complaint if you feel it's necessary it's needed that's your right as uh, being a part of the public mm-hmm. um, and I'm you know maybe adding that extra note that I have documented all of this on your file so yeah. you know and not as a threat I just didn't want to be threatening in any way because uh, you don't I didn't want to add to the situation I didn't want like I didn't know what to expect after getting those original emails I was like I don't know what kind of email I actually turned my phone off on silent that night when I went to bed because I was like she's the type of client that was always booked her appointments in the middle of the night and would send emails in the middle of the night so I was like I don't even want to hear a dingo off and and like interrupt my nice peaceful sleep are you curious at all what the fuck even happened or are you just like i don't even want to think about it anymore? i really don't think like like my boss took over and handled the situation i really don't think it was anything that i particularly did i mm-hmm. think it was the whole situation and how the last treatment laid out she was extremely late my boss was away on holidays and had the phone and my boss will have text going on with some clients about I'm running late or mm-hmm. I have to cancel my appointment. Um, and I just think so she was sending text messages um, that we weren't getting because my boss was away on holidays. Okay. Um, and my boss couldn't get the response to us fast enough. You know, your reception's always go to, not always good or you're on holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we were trying to call, but we weren't getting a response from her. So we just got to a point where it's like, oh, she's probably not coming if she's this late. And then she walked through the door. So I, I think it was I think it was just a lot of other things that I guess maybe I was just an easy target. I don't know. Or maybe she just wanted to fire off a threatening email and see where it got her. Or maybe it's a power thing. She likes to feel like, okay, like that's how it felt more to me. Like it felt more of like a power thing. Like mm. this woman likes to throw her I'm this is me and I'm I'm an intelligent woman and, and I I don't really know and I don't really care and all because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I did anything wrong like in, in, in when she first started firing off those emails my mind went like I was like oh my god oh my god what the hell did I do what did I do like and there's so many things that like could happen like that some people misinterpret from the next person to that so I was like mm. I, I don't even know what I did it went through my mind and then as I started to think about it I was like you didn't fucking do anything wrong like you did what you would normally do with any client when you bring them in you treat them you were like you know like okay let's go let's whatever we doing what Mm -hmm. are we focusing on you know like we have a shortened treatment like i i didn't do anything that i wouldn't have done normally so then i got to a point where i was like i didn't do anything wrong so i don't know how to help this woman or what to say if i can't and then then i wasn't really too concerned and then did your boss have a discussion with her at all through all of this no my boss even when your boss took over the treatment she never had a discussion like i think they had a discussion um 
And I, I do love my boss. She is also an RMT, and she, this is her first time starting a, a business with others. Like it was always, she was always just a one man show, and now she's got a bigger business, you mm-hmm. know, other RMTs. So I think she's still learning. Um, and she always like she's she's quite lovely. I really enjoy working for her. Um, but yeah, like I feel like she's still learning in a business, and she'll always say like I'm learning. I don't know. Like, please help. You know, give me guidance. So I don't mm-hmm. know what their conversation was. I I honestly kind of just removed myself from the situation, and I was like, you can deal with it if she wants to return. Like that's your call about giving her the money back. I don't really care i just didn't want to have any involvement can i ask you a question how do you feel about that that your boss takes it over and do you feel like fuck you should have my back a little bit and let's just get this person out of the clinic altogether i don't know i might feel that way if i have this issue with a particular patient and then my boss is agreeing with me on this you know i almost would feel like come on fucker have my back on this Uh, let's just not have this in this environment i can understand what you're saying and i think certain settings i think it depends on the personality of the person and i agree with you i i think if i was running a business i probably and i for me i don't like confrontation so that would be something i would have to just go with it and address but um i because if this happened to one of my staff members i would have been like don't worry about it you'll never have to see this person again in this clinic because they will not be allowed to come through these doors no not if you're harassing staff if you're harassing my staff we don't need you here find exactly find some other clinic that can meet your needs find some other clinic that will be okay with you being half hour late and kiss your ass still no thanks yeah uh you know what my boss could have probably taken the opportunity to to do that i didn't really feel any kind of way about that i can see what you're coming from when i talk to my boss on the phone like I did find her to be very supportive because when I was going through the emails I was really stressed I was really like I was like I don't know what I've done like and I in I did like I didn't like to feel that way and then she was like oh she's like don't worry like she's like I think you're a great therapist like I will you know I was like I can't I don't I go it doesn't matter what I'm going to say to this woman you might as well just step in and you run with it I just said to her I do not want to treat this woman anymore if she if she does continue to come to our establishment so <laughs> I don't want to tell my boss what she can and cannot do it's up to her but yeah I, I think if I was in that position, I probably would have said, you know what, maybe this isn't the right place for you. We had a list uh, at the front desk at one clinic that I worked at with clients' names who were no longer welcome in the clinic. So if they did call, because we were a multi-therapist place, right? right? So if there was somebody that was inappropriate or abusive or whatever with any of our therapists, their name went on this list. So if they called to book with somebody else, like trying to be sneaky, the receptionist or whoever answered the phone could be like, sorry. No. Yeah, I think that, that, yeah, you have to have those. Because there's people pop up where you're like, oh, God. Like, there, that doesn't happen very often, but there's a time where you're like, oh, I got to treat this person. But you get over it quickly, I guess. But th- it was a different feeling altogether. But yeah. No, that's different. She was just outwardly abusive to you. I, I'm going to use the word abusive because she's asking for her money back. She's accusing you of something, not telling you what she's accusing you of. And even Borderline the intimidation. Yeah. the intimi- Did you did you feel threatened in those emails? Like, did you feel like she was trying to threreten you? Like, I'm going to go to the CMTO. It did feel I'm threatening. Gonna, yeah. It did feel threatening. And, so and it is abusive. Because it, it, it did feel threatening because she like kept referencing the college and I'm like, you're, you're, so I think it was a mind fuck really because you're reading all these things and I'm like, oh my God, what have I done? Done. Like I can't even figure out what the bottom line is. Like, what is the end game? So <laughs> not, I mean, like, like I said, she I'm, she I'm, didn't stop coming back. She got treated by others. Well, this is what I mean. I'm sitting here listening to this, going like, either you have an end game, and I can't figure out what it is, or you're just really a fucking crazy person. I think that I feel like she just goes through her life like that. Unfortunately, if it wasn't us, it would be the next clinic or the next doctor's office, or I don't know. I just feel like that's probably how she goes about her life. That's pretty um, sad. <laughs> it is. I feel like because like I, I, I really, all in all, lady. don't feel like there was anything that really happened. And I just, you know, it just became a, an easy target for maybe venting of her. I honestly don't know. <laughs> like, it, it threw me the day it happened. Like I said, it was like, oh, 
what the fuck? Where are these emails coming from? Like, yeah, it was a head scratcher. Mm. And there's some people you'll never understand. How different would this have been if you didn't give her your email? <laughs> yeah, I, believe me. Are you sure you want to give me your but email? After the email that she, she sent those emails, I was like, now I know why she said that to me. And I was like, fuck. Because it, it was a moment of hesitation when she said it. I was like. Who says that? Like, are you sure? And I was like, no, no. Like, well, why <laughs> wouldn't I be sure? Like, I was yeah. like, so. So yeah. in the actual treatment room, like she was pleasant. She was normal. Yeah. Like she. The first time I ever treated her, I remember she was like, I do not want any talking. And I said, not a problem. Um, no problem at all. That was fine. And then other times, like, if, like, I can't remember. I treated her like maybe a handful of times. And then the other times, sometimes she would talk. I remember the last treatment session we actually had. She actually probably talked the most to me she had ever talked before. Um, we were talking about a bunch of different things. and. I, like I said, I usually let the client dictate the conversation. Mm-hmm. If they don't want to talk, I don't want to talk. Mm. Ideally, I like to keep pretty quiet. And I like to stay focused. But if somebody wants to chat and engage, then I'll chat and engage. So with her, I just always let her dictate. But yeah, like I never found her rude or unruly. She would always apologize this for being so, late. She was always so, like, I'm so sorry for being late. It's so fucking cowardly, too. It's like if you know you're not something's going on you're not a big fan of, then fucking speak up now. Don't go home and then sit behind your keyboard, you fucking keyboard warrior, and fire off this really nasty email. Like we had Curtis on the Unprofessional Hour. And he kind of said the same thing. He had a patient that came in. She was she loved the treatment with him. She was great with him, everything else. And then later that day, he found out from the clinic, like, she had all the worst things to fucking say. That was the same thing that happened with me. It's the, ridiculous. I mean, I haven't had a lot of complaints in my entire career, but there was one woman. She came in. To my face, she was very pleasant. She even rebooked for the same week. Like, I was going to see her in, like, two <laughs> or three days. And then she sent this email to the clinic owner saying that I didn't give her her full treatment and she wanted her money back and she was dissatisfied and this and that and the other. And I was like, what? Like, you left telling me that you felt so much better and, you know, see you in three days. Like, what? I've had that happen to me. I worked in a spa. Same thing happened to me. The lady was like, that was one of the best massages I've ever had. And I was like, oh, great. And then my the front desk, my boss, like, calls me out. Like, we had to give her discount on this and a discount on her other treatment. And she's like, what happened? I'm like, what happened? And I'm like, I don't know you. What How about happened? you tell me? I was like, because she came out of that room saying that She's, was a great she treatment. She just wanted a discount. Is what exactly. The fuck she just wanted it at the spa. That happens a lot. People just want a discount. So they're like, let's oh, complain about shit. But we'll it's get true. They, they'll free. be one way to your face. And then somebody will come up to you and say something. I was like, oh, I don't see, know. I can understand it in the sense of you said you don't like confrontation. I Mm-mm. personally hate confrontation. Yeah, me too. I feel like if I went to which it did happen to me, I went to a spa one time. This was about 10 years ago. And I was really unhappy with the therapist. I did try in my very polite, probably passive way to let him know that I didn't like the treatment. I mean, it was just I had asked him for one thing and he was doing another thing. And so I kind of brought up like, you know, I really wanted the focus to be here. And he sort of acknowledged like, yeah, yeah, I heard you, but kept doing what he was doing anyway. So at the end of the hour, I was like, wow, that really fucking sucked. And this is a very expensive spa. And I hate the fact that I'm about to pay like $140. And I really didn't like that. But I'm not the type of person to like be rude to his face. So afterwards, I just kind of, yeah, exactly. I was just kind of like, okay, thanks. I didn't really give him a big tip, although I didn't give him zero. Because again, there's the part of me that's like, man, I know that like these people like live off their tips. I was like, fine. My protest, Mark always makes fun of me when we go out to Mm. dinner. If I love the service, you're getting 20%. If you weren't great, you get 18. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like as if they know that I would normally give 20. (laughs) 
I'm the same way, actually. But it's funny. I used to work. So when I was going through school for massage, I was assistant manager of a spa. And I remember customer service. People hated me because they would call and be like, I had the worst massage, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, but you took the whole treatment? And they'd be like, yeah. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, you know, you had every right at any point in time to stop that treatment if you're not enjoying it. And I said, honestly, the faster you stop it, the better I can help you in the moment and maybe try to find a d- different therapist, get you a treatment in the same day. I'm like, but it's now three days afterwards. So I wouldn't give them any discounts. One lady was like, you are the worst assistant manager. I want to talk to your boss. I was like, not a problem. I'm letting her know of the situation and she will be in contact with you. Like, I, I would hate people that would want a discount. I was like, but you took the whole service. Like yeah. at any point in time, you could have stopped the treatment True. or you could have just yep. been honest or you could have done things. I always tell my clients when I get them in the room, please do not ever hesitate to speak up good yeah. bad pressure you people don't like this i feel like this is you know what though? people it's, are afraid you know, subjectively you're receiving a service and everyone perceives that differently you know exactly what? at the end of the day that's the gamble you take yeah when there's anything service related that's all there is to yeah. it yeah i think it's it's true same when you go to a hairstylist it's, it's right? yeah. you don't know if you're, you're gonna you're taking a gamble if you like it i'll be back if you don't exactly on to the next it's even if you go to a doctor or a dentist Absolutely. it's anything when you're going to see somebody you're not necessarily going to be the person that resonates with that person. Mm-hmm. You're not going, mm-hmm. everybody's going to perceive it differently. Mm-hmm. So I agree with Mark. So You're there's got to be a gamble. A, there's and, a fine line between yeah. did you do something that was wrong right. or did you just do something that I didn't like? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and if, if you I didn't, didn't like, like it, it then I'm not going to come back. Too bad, Absolutely. so sad. Yeah. Right? No, I like your response though as the assistant manager. You know, <laughs> did you take the whole treatment? But like I was saying, I was sort of being a slightly in defense of the clients is sometimes they're afraid to say something in the moment yes. because they don't want to hurt a person's feelings, whatever. But again, or they feel vulnerable I, be and exactly. they always say they're vulnerable they're on the table and i was like i understand i that. understand that but i don't think the solution then is to try to destroy a person's career because there are likely clients who like that therapist mm-hmm. if you didn't just move on i agree don't rebook and there's just so go away ma- that's how i feel too like there's no need to to send off emails and especially if you can't be direct and it's like i agree like yeah she was complaining about nothing yeah like wouldn't even (laughs) divulge so like i was like this is the weirdest thing ever i'm like how can i address something that i don't know but i agree like i'm same thing if i didn't like something i'm like okay won't go back there i'll try a different therapist the next time see like it's that easy there's enough people in this world there's enough people in all these industries that you can do that yeah that's weird man <laughs> that is strange well for anybody listening that's totally confused i mean the point of having come in was just to bring forth the idea that it's absolutely your right as a therapist to discharge a client for the reasons that mark and i talked about you know it's not if you just feel uncomfortable not if you don't like someone but if somebody is abusive if you don't have the skill set to help them out if it's beyond your scope mm-hmm. if they are yeah and they're not abusive in any way yeah, if they're whatever. if they're being sexually suggestive like those types of things it's absolutely within your right to terminate them i guess is the terminology we've been using and it doesn't have to be super formal send an email with your reasons you're not you know you're gonna have to find a new therapist yeah the end yeah and don't be afraid to do it i, I mean think that I, i'm giving thing, don't be afraid. i'm giving that advice but i'm <laughs> such a weenie but thankfully i've never had to do it i consider myself a bit of a bit of a weenie because i was like ah oh, like you just i just don't want to rock the boat that's my personality in life i'm always like the middle ground the easy i never want to rock the boat so that was just my mentality oh shit i don't and this woman's boat i did not want to rock because like i said the way it was before i was like oh fuck fuck, fuck what kind of emails come that was my only thought i was like oh no what kind 
kind of email is going to come out of this from her? Like something that I'm not going to understand. I want to she meet actually, this woman. <laughs> she actually canceled her appointments and never said a word. Oh, really? So yep. you didn't actually have to go I, So in my email, process. I included my boss in the context as well. And I said, you know, like if you, you can contact my boss, you can reschedule your appointments. Um, and I, because in the email, sorry, I probably should have noted that the RMTO told me that because it wasn't one of those direct abuses, I had to refer her to a colleague and state a name to reference. So that was the hard part is I actually had to refer mm. this woman to somebody else. And they were like, um, obviously, if it's like she said, if it's a like That's physical or sexual abuse, you can just discharge somebody without having to refer them. But in this situation, because she wasn't any of those, they, she's like, you just have to refer to somebody. And I referred her to my boss who had already been treating her since I had treated her. Like she'd come and been treating my boss by a few times. So I was like, okay. I don't agree with the RMTA on that, that scenario. You don't necessarily have to like refer them to a particular person. You just have to direct them into the direction of care. So even if you just said like there are other therapists at our clinic that you can see there and are. And I've said that to her the last time. There's several great yeah. massage therapists that yeah, work yeah. in this establishment. You can see any one of them. Like you're going to get good care no matter who you see. Right. Didn't really want to have to. Between the lines, you're saying do not book with me again. <laughs> you're crazy. I'm done with you. Thank you. Goodbye. I don't That's like so to weird. be threatened. So yeah. Well, nobody wants to be threatened, but this is the weirdest story I've ever. I mean, it's not, but it is. It makes like, me this wonder. Is so weird. Honestly, it makes me wonder how many other people or how many other different things that this lady does that kind of stuff too. Because I don't think this is a one-off. No, this and I this don't think it is either. I feel like this is just kind of how she goes about her life. I keep saying yeah, to myself, said I'm that. so thankful that like I didn't agree to go into her home because I feel like what would she have accused me of in that scenario? Oh my god! She had said, "Do you want to come into my home?" And I was like, "Ah, uh, no, I work way too much." to do that it's just in home massage is just I don't have a car it's not something I wanted to even factor in but well, now is, I'm like but this look back and I'm like this is God. why the whole thing doesn't make fucking sense I like your treatments I like what I we like did I like you so much I, 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 want, I want to see you outside of here because I can only see you this like often so you. I need to yeah. see you more frequently where else do you work will you come to my house and then what later that night you I get guess this she didn't email? like that I didn't like my only thought was I didn't respond in a fast enough time for you but I was like but even the first email, you said she was already referencing the college. The first email already your, came out attacking. It was already attacking, and it was, yeah. and I, I didn't, I couldn't even put, I couldn't even understand it. <laughs> and then in the time of trying to understand what she wrote, I sent off like a quick response, like I'm sorry, I'm just really trying to go through your email and really under, wrap my head around it because she's fired off a second email about like that I hadn't responded, and I was like. Oh my god! I'm like I'm just trying to process your emails and understand what what the heck. Like it just came out of left field, and I was totally thrown. And I was totally like, Oh my god! I don't, dear even know. client. Excuse me while I check every one of your <laughs> jargon terms with my thesaurus. Once I decipher what you're trying to say, I'll be in touch. Yeah. It was, oh boy. it was an unfortunate experience. It was a learning experience. I mean, I didn't really, it's not like I lost sleep over it. I moved on. I really didn't think anything of it until she booked in with me again recently. And then that's when I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess now I have to address this. Like, and then I was like, I need to just, just discharge. discharge. Mm -hmm. I don't know if she'll come back to our clinic. Like I said, she just kind of silently canceled her appointments. And well, that's a good thing. I think she'll move on. It did remind me though, as you were saying, I wonder how, what else she does this with. Um, when we got that, we got an extremely, negative review from somebody whom either was using a fake name or actually never took a course with Con Ed Institute. Mm -hmm. But we got an extremely um, negative review saying that, you know, Mark and I don't care about the students. We only care about money. And for a hot minute, 
I was really offended because we go so above and beyond. Like people email us months after a course with questions and we we will uh, even sometimes set up I was times for them to come in. I was you guys in. responded and, to me that I mean, day. I was like, Whoa, we, yes. we care a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so the, the review kind of like got me upset for a little a short period of time until I really like stepped back and looked at it like, okay, what are you really mad about, bro? Like we didn't do anything yeah. wrong. Like you said, yeah. we didn't do anything wrong. And then Mark went online because you can see like where other services they've reviewed and this guy did the same thing like ripped this osteopath to shreds just said that he you know he was unprofessional he didn't provide the the right service blah 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 and both us and the osteopath that he gave negative reviews to responded yeah and he went silent yeah so it's like if you have an issue please you know let us address it with you let's figure out what the problem is and let's move forward but he went silent which means like it's not real it's I, yeah what are you I complaining kinda, about i feel like people that are out there just trying to like oh, leave poor, like it's sure. kind of crazy how like sad it is that people are like oh well let me go need because they're doing so well or they're my competition because you do i see all the time when I, I always review like look up reviews when i'm trying to go somewhere a therapist whatever mm. i'm going out to do but you'd be surprised how like all of a sudden there's a negative view and like people say well i'm sorry we've never treated you in our you always see that type of yeah. response I, I don't i'm not familiar with your name i don't have you on our schedule we actually didn't treat you yeah. if there's something we could help you with please reach out and i'm just like what a waste of time what a <laughs> waste of life yeah to I just go around it. and like neg oh yeah, i just don't understand people game. whose motive is to yeah like cause any kind of harm to somebody else whether it's with their career their reputation yeah. even just like you said like ruining your friday night like yeah what was your purpose lady you know what what did i do if you don't like me as a therapist why would you ask to see me more yeah just yeah. go away i think but it's not even that it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna bring up an issue then bring up the, bring up the issue, issue. Yeah. right it's this weird <laughs> well that's what i kept saying thing. i was like how can i address an issue if you don't state it like like I, did I say something inappropriately? Did I touch like did I touch something inappropriately? Did I did I leap? Did I cause you a massive headache the next day? Like it's true. There's so many things that could have happened. You know, it's you tell me. But yeah, if you can't ha like that's why I got to a point. I was like, how can I address something if I don't know what I've done? I said, and you know exactly. what? If she's not going to tell me, then I'm not going to continue to converse with this woman. Exactly. That's a good call. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> People though, there's nowhere else to go for me. No. But <laughs> Being a therapist, you open yourself up to all this shit and all I the time. And I think that's yeah. what's the scary and thing. Yeah. So we we had our professional practice and ethics course the other, I don't know, a couple of weekends ago. And one of the male therapists was like, he's like, I'm fucking scared of shit all the time. He's like, I was never scared of shit all the time. But now I've got a family. I've got a kid. I've got my own clinic. And I've got a lot of staff. And if anything ever goes wrong with me in this license, like my life is kind of screwed. Mm -hmm, so yeah. he is like mm -hmm. super, super scared mm -hmm. of fucking everything now. I always tell people. I take my license very seriously. So yeah. like, because something so simple or easily could jeopardize it. Oh, for sure. And that's what it comes down to. That's why I'm always like, oh, oh my for God. Sure. Like, and I, it doesn't even have to be something that's real. Yeah. Right. So that day we talked about different sexual abuse cases where, where people have been found innocent of sexual abuse, whether it was a court of law or through the discipline committee at the, the discipline panel but at the, the college. Yeah. Has been but done. the damage is done Absolutely. because like there was a dude in... In Kingston, like I'm, the Kingston is what two and a half hours away, mm -hmm. and Kingston ain't the biggest place, and we're in fucking Toronto, and yeah. I know this story. Yeah. Like, so imagine everyone in fucking Kingston knows this story about this dude who was accused of sexual abusing a patient, and it went to a court, and he was found innocent, and wow. he can't recover from that. Yeah, no, no. he cannot recover from yeah. that. Yeah. or maybe he did. I don't know. Maybe I should look into it before <laughs> I talk. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I was saying to my friends, like, you know, you work in an office type setting or whatever. 
you you get you get written up. You get a slap on your wrist. Yeah. You understand when you've done something wrong, and you're. But in the when you're dealing with the public, that's not how it goes. Like you're taking a chance dealing with everybody. I don't know what people might walk away as we all experience. They say one thing to your face, they walk away and they want to do a whole other thing. So it's it's a risk in itself sometimes. I'm For like, sure. Oh God. So I always try to be like. I was telling one person, he's like, oh, so should I come get a treatment? I was like, oh, I'm a very different person when I have my massage hat on. I'm like, I'm very professional. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like, I put up my boundaries. I know, like, because yeah. I, I don't want to give anybody any reason to be like, oh, oh, I need to complain or I need to lodge. I mean, it happens. Shit, you can't please everybody and you're not for everybody. No, but the best you can do is be aware that these things happen and protect yourself as best Absolutely. you can. And that's one of the things that we talk about a lot in our record keeping course is like, you need Absolutely. to document all of Everything. this stuff. Yep. Yep. And not only document this kind of stuff, your documentation needs to be very thorough. And you need to, you your documentation of all your past stuff is your credibility. Yep. And if you have poor documentation for anything in the past and you get investigated or it gets looked at, well, that's the window through which you're going to be judged. And if you have a past history of very poor, not thorough record keeping, it's really hard for you to be considered credible in this particular moment when we're looking at this one particular mm-hmm. case. Absolutely. So that documentation is really, yeah. really the key thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Insane. I would document absolutely everything. I know the one clinic I worked at, um, we had the cancellation policy, which I think most therapists have a cancellation policy. And what we sort of stated in our policy is the first time if you cancel without giving the notice or if you forget or whatever, the first time's a warning, but we would tell the clients we're documenting it in your file and we would have it in the file highlighted with the date and whatever that we gave them the warning Mm -hmm. so that if it did come up again where we had to charge them for a missed appointment or whatever, we could show them like, you know, you've had your warning. Mm -hmm. So we don't, we don't have to discuss this any further. Like you, you owe us the money. And that saved us so many times from, arguments just documenting the simplest little things or as you said like you know did you give her a headache the next day when a client comes to me and tells me like oh i felt like shit after that last massage i write down everything of course every little thing i usually very setting to setting but i do i will make notes of that as well like especially if i see them i'm like okay you know took them a few days to recover yeah. had this at the other after last year that's something so that you I know. definitely want to talk about yeah so yeah. Super important. Yeah. yeah well yeah, it's also how you learn stuff, so sure. <laughs> I, I actually listen at i'm trying to think of my group of clients right now and trying to think is there anyone i've ever thought about fire <laughs> I don't think I have anybody. I think, well, I mean, that's a lie. I've talked about, there's this one client I have. It, it, he, I can't, obviously. Like, there's no really good reason for it. He just drives me bananas <laughs> because he can be late. No problem. Yeah. I am human and I agree. It's, it's unprofessional to be late for your clients. Absolutely. I 100%. Yeah, yeah. There is always a time for a little bit of leniency, though, if mm-hmm. something happens. And there was one day I was two minutes late because I was coming from out of town. And I had told him before we booked the appointment, I've got a meeting out of town. I might be a little bit behind. And I was two minutes late. And he made a point to point that out when I came in. Like, you should have told me you were going to be late. I have a meeting after yeah, this. You did. And I was like, fuck. See, that, that's yeah. a whole different story. If you told him, like, hey, man, I've got an appointment out of town. Um, there's a possibility I will be late at this particular time. Do you still want this appointment knowing very well I that I might things. be late? Then, I did all those then things. Then he accepted it. He yeah, needs to I, shut his fucking hole. Yeah. yeah. But, but that would be the only is... client that every once in a while when he books in, I'm like, ah. <laughs> People. How long have you been massaging for? Um, nine oh, wow. years. Okay, okay. Yeah. So that's pretty good then that you can't think of anybody. <laughs> no, I've got I've got a pretty good group of people. I mean, I've had people in the past. Um, I've talked about you know guys who just have made me uncomfortable, but I've never done anything inappropriate, right? Yeah. So same here. I can't really 
terminate them just yeah. you know to shut though. it down in uh, the moment yeah you can yeah. only shut it down in the moment but at the end of the day i mean if you really feel if you feel frightened if you feel that you cannot perform your work because of the way this person makes you feel then then we're kind of borderline yeah i think you, know you, you have mean? to take it case by case like yeah. if somebody's actually making comments so for example if somebody's making inappropriate comments you shut it down but it continues 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 i feel like you do have legs to stand on then and say like you know i've told this person absolutely, absolutely. i don't appreciate these types yeah. of comments yeah. but even even though we talked about like getting a creepy vibe and that's not that's not a true justification for discharging a patient at the end of the day trust your fucking gut yeah because yeah. you know I'd rather I'd rather have me discharge this patient and it's something that I probably should not have done from a professional standpoint but I'm way more comfortable and it might have saved me a whole lot of harm in mm-hmm. the end mm-hmm. right I would agree mm-hmm. with that yeah I agree so I mean I can deal with the consequences of not following a standard or or in contravention of whatever mm-hmm. act but I I feel, if I was justified I, can justify it I would I feel good about my decision too. I feel like working at the spa was always when you dealt with the bit of the odds i was like what the fuck bro okay <laughs> you can also do what uh I, we were watching friends before the mics came on of course we were <laughs> we were watching friends before the mics came oh, on phoebe God. was giving yeah. monica massage actually. oh really yeah, yeah i feel yeah, like it was episode. i feel like it was in friends somewhere um <laughs> or maybe it was how i met your mother now i don't remember it's a sitcom thing but you know guys giving guys advice on how to break up with a girl and it's like you know just kind of don't call them, you know, or do things to make them mad at you so they leave you. So, you know, if you've got a client they're getting a creepy vibe from, yep. just give terrible treatments so they don't want to rebook. That that's what somebody told me in student clinic. They were like, oh, just give her a terrible, because nobody wanted to treat this lady that used to come. And they'd be like, just give her a terrible treatment. And I was like, I don't know how to do that. I'm like, you're a student. I'm like, I'm learning. Honestly, I can't do that. That backfires. Yeah. If you ask the majority of people if they've ever done that, like, have you given purposely not the greatest treatment in the world just to have someone not book? Guaranteed, it more backfired. of them would say that it completely backfired. <laughs> the person got off the table and was like, this is the greatest treatment I ever had. Can I see you again next week? And it's like, shit. And sometimes it's those ones where you're uncertain, where I'm like, oh, like, I, I don't feel like they're enjoying it. And then they get up and they're like, that was great. And I'm like, Oh, really? Because I didn't think you were going to like that at all. (laughs) Do you feel it when you've given a really awesome treatment versus when you weren't your best? Like, can you feel that like in the moment in the treatment? I think so. Yeah. I can definitely tell sometimes when I have days where I'm just like, I feel like I'm on point. Yeah. And like the treatment was just really well. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. I'm having a good good day day. today. (laughs) Yeah. Because you're right. Some days you're just a little bit like, okay, I got to get in the mindset. I'm like, okay, you got to focus, get ready for this. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely can feel a, a good day versus a mediocre day. Mm. <laughs> trying to give a shitty treatment so they don't come back. That, I can see how that could back. It's like it trying to dance off rhythm. That is really <laughs> fucking hard to do. <laughs> you look confused. I Try it. Put on music like, and try to like dance is like possible? to a different beat. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. Yeah. Although I will try later. some people do it. You go to a club. There's always that guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's always a guy too, isn't it? <laughs> Usually, no, yeah. I've seen some girls. I've seen some. I was being pretty yeah. crazy. I've seen some girls too, but <laughs> but girls can get away with that shit. Can they? Guys just look goofy. Oh, trust me, girls. Can girls look goofy, look goofy really? too. If you ask me, yeah. There was a girl in massage school that just hated my guts. She hated everything about me. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. It yeah. is what it is. She didn't yeah. like me. And uh, we ran into each other at a bar one night, and I was like, oh, good. Of all people to run into, she hated me so much. And so I, you know, I was friendly. Just said hi. I know she doesn't like me, but I said hi and she kept trying to talk to me and she kept sort of hanging around where I was and I was like I feel like this is 
is really weird because you don't like me, but whatever. So I was just having fun, doing my thing, dancing. And uh, the next day at, oh, sorry, not the next day. It would have been Monday morning at school. A couple of the other students said to me like, oh, so-and-so said they saw you at the club on the weekend. And I was like, yeah. And uh, they went on to tell me how she came in and was telling everyone like, oh, and Amanda can't dance. She was just like what? this crazy, this crazy white girl on the dance floor. Like, can't. And I was like, okay. I was like, I guess that's why she was hanging around with me. So she had like ammo. I'm like, I don't know. Maybe I can't dance. I was having fun. I was drinking a lot. Who knows? Yeah, that's so <laughs> sad. What are you going to do? You can't do any. You can't control. I always tell myself I cannot control situations or people. I can only control myself. Mm -hmm. It's like a daily reminder whenever I'm going through life now. Okay, I can control me. It is unfortunate, but I agree with you. I mean, I I think I used to get offended easily. I think I used to take things more personally. I think I used to want to defend myself if Mm -hmm. people said things about Mm -hmm. me. So what changed? The job made you change or just age? Um, Age. Age. (laughs) And I think, well, yeah, I think age definitely just learning new things and growing and understanding a little bit more like you said that I can't control what other people are going to say or do I can control how I let it affect me and I can control how I react and I think becoming a mother definitely did that to me too because I don't want my kids to let everybody else's opinions of them affect what they think of themselves yeah yeah so if somebody doesn't like me I'm like well that's unfortunate but it is what it is. Okay, yeah. you don't yeah. like me. I'm going to I'm going to keep being who I am cuz there's other people who like me. Yeah, exactly. You like me, right? <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Has this changed your practice then? Has this changed how you're going to handle things or, me? or just yeah, business no, as usual? No, I don't think so at all. I think yeah. it was just a learning experience, a learning curve. No, I don't think it'll change anything that I do differently cuz like I said I, I don't ever feel like there were, I did anything wrong from the start. So mm-hmm. it was just more to learn of just more a good way to learn about terminating clients and yep. when you can go about it. And if, if I run into this situation again, it'll be an easier process to go through. And if some other RMT shop and reach out to me now and say, hey, you ever done this? I can be like, yes. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I know what Let to me do. share. <laughs> <laughs> Would you so. recommend other therapists that have a similar situation would you recommend that they contact the rmtao or yeah. cmto first i would yeah. yeah i mean if it just puts your honestly it was just helpful to contact the rmtao because it put my mind at ease as at first i was like i mean everybody does it i'm sure everybody's gone through it at some point in time and it was just my first time so especially if it's your first time i think the next time i do it i probably am more aware but if your first time doing it why not because they kind of made me feel like i wasn't alone and they're like oh yeah that's definitely something you can do it was just a very easy conversation and made me feel like oh I do have a right and I am in the right and I you yeah. know I've crossed my T's and I've dotted my I's exactly that's the key reverse, thing reverse of that go and look at all the policy all the standards yeah. go back and look at all the yeah. law yeah. and then decide did I do anything wrong yeah. here and am then, I justified and then, exactly and then go seek consultation from and anybody. I didn't want to feel like I like I said I wanted to call in sick and I've never done that so I was like well, I don't want to have to call in sick when somebody books in with me like that doesn't really seem like a good solution so yeah that's a good check right there if you that's how i felt if you love your job and And suddenly you don't want to go because somebody has made you that uncomfortable that you don't want to go then we got to figure out a solution because that's not okay like you shouldn't feel uncomfortable going to work and nobody should feel uncomfortable uncomfortable going to work work or going did you feel ripped off in those moments like oh fuck she won i think no no No. Mm. even if if that's how she needs to feel that's fine Mm -hmm. that's not how i need to feel there was a time where i might have I've with age eased as well, like just let things roll off my shoulder a little. Yeah. I've always been like that, but I just let things go a little bit more. But no, not really. Like in the sense, if if she wants to feel like she's one, then that that's so be it. That'd be you and how you need to live your life. I don't like mm. I like a peaceful, easygoing life. So. Mm-hmm. 
Sometimes I like a fight, though. <laughs> With the right person, maybe. Sometimes I like, sometimes I like the confrontation. It, it, there has to be, sometimes. There has to be um, a point to it, in, yeah. for me, at least. I'm mm-hmm. not going to... Same here. I'm not going to... I'm not going to put my energy into something if there's not a reason for it, if Absolutely. there's nothing I'm going to get out of it. If it's just to prove my point to somebody who's unreasonable and crazy anyway, it's not worth it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm walking away. Right well, this was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else we want to talk about before we wrap up? Today? I don't think so. No. Um, no. Yeah. Are you remaining anonymous or are I you think I open? Am. Yep. Okay. No, there's a part of me that doesn't want to, but <laughs> there's a part of me that still lives in fear a little of this woman. So totally cool. <laughs> I want to go down to her workplace and harass her. <laughs> <laughs> we can, we can find kidding. it off mic where she works. <laughs> I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. Next thing you know, she's been harassed at a workplace and. <laughs> Someone's coming for me. Yeah. Just because I said that. Let's not get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, please not. Right on. Well, thanks awesome. for coming by. This Yeah, fun. thank you. This is a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. Cool. <laughs> you guys have been listening to Two Massage Therapists in a Microphone. Peace.